Hello friends, today we will be reading Mark chapter 2. As always, before we begin, let us go ahead and pray over the word that we will receive today. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the day that you've given us. Thank you for the people in our lives. Thank you for the many blessings that you pour down in our lives. We pray, Lord, that you allow us the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to really grasp the word that we will receive today, to be able to put this to work into our own lives, and to be able to share this with whoever needs to hear it. Help us to be beacons of light for your love, kindness, grace, and mercy, and allow us to bear the fruits of your Spirit in everything that we do. Holy Spirit, be breathed into us today, and give us your guidance in all things. Help us to understand the truth behind the word that we will receive. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This first section is called, Jesus Forgives and Heals a Paralyzed Man. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Some men came, bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it, and then lowered the mat the man was laying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some teachers of the law were sitting there, thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately, Jesus knew in his spirit that this is what they were thinking in their hearts, and he said to them, Why are you thinking these things? Which is easier, to say to the paralyzed man, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up, take your mat, and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of them. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. This next section is called, Jesus Calls Levi and Eats with Sinners. Once again, Jesus went out beside the lake. A large crowd came to him, and he began to teach them. As he walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, Jesus told him, and Levi got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the teachers of the law, who were Pharisees, saw him eating with sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said to them, It is not the healthy who need the doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. This next section is called, Jesus Questioned About Fasting. Now John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting. Some people came and asked Jesus, How is it that John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees are fasting, but yours are not? Jesus answered, How can the guests of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? 
They cannot, so long as they have him with them. But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, and on that day they will fast. No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. Otherwise, the new piece will pull away from the old, making the tear worse. And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins, and both the wine and the wineskins will be ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wineskins. This last section is called, Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and as his disciples walked along, they began to pick some heads of grain. The Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? He answered, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need? In the days of Abathar, the high priest, he entered the house of God and ate the consecrated bread, which is lawful only for the priests to eat. And he also gave some to his companions. Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. So that is the end of chapter 2. So upon reading the section about the paralyzed man and his friends tearing up the roof in order to lower him down to Jesus, I didn't really understand why Jesus had said that his friends had such faith that it healed the man. But I read an article on EnduringWord.com, and I will link the article in the description. And it said that the roof that they broke up would tear the fabric in order to lower the man down on his pallet into the presence of Jesus. And it said this proved the determination and faith of the friends of the paralytic man because they counted on Jesus healing their friend. It would have been a lot harder to bring him back up through the roof than lowering him down. So they counted on him walking out of the room. That is something that I definitely need to work on in my own life, is counting on God in all things, and not just on the things that I feel He may do for me. The little things that I feel like are not important to God, God knows that He will get me through them. But I just need to ask, and sometimes I feel like it's, too small a task so I don't ask and I struggle through it anyway. I have started reaching out to God for smaller things and it has been amazing to see how much less I struggle because of it. God really cares about us and he wants us to be able to do what we are here to do which is to spread his word and his love as much as we can. So in order for us to do this, we would need a lot of our time that we spend on stressing, on anxiety, on worrying about things of the world that we don't even need to worry about. If we reach out to God, he will help us with these things because he wants us to be able to spread his word. I urge you, friend, anything that you think is 
too big or too small for God. Just reach out to him and know that if he doesn't answer immediately, he will take care of it. And rest on that fact that he will take care of whatever you need. That is all the time that I have today. So till next time.